Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today, wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4.4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and we just finished up our series this week on It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And to cap all of this off, I I know you saw the title. I mean, why not talk about chips and salsa, right? I mean, it was just Cinco de Mayo a couple days ago. So we've, we've turned this series into not just that it's okay to not be okay, but when there is inclusion of other people to your not okay moments, or you are included in someone else's not okay moment, that what should that be met with is is compassion. That's what we just looked at on Sunday. Uh, But I also want to suggest to you in our 44 today, as we close out this series, that in the middle of someone's not okay, that we need to be extremely thoughtful in our approach to the emotions that they feel. You see, I I think that I can speak from experience in saying that typically, no matter what your not okay has ever looked like, a broken heart, loss, uh, sickness, whatever it is, that more times than not, it all leads to one thing, and that is anger. You know, it's very typical of me when Megan and I, or we take the whole family to go out to eat, that I'm really, really hungry when we go out to eat. And I mean, in those moments, we're hungry. While they're truly not okay moments, there's just something about sitting down and I'm hungry. I'm a little on edge, another word might not necessarily be angry, but I'm sure that you've heard the term hangry. I'm short with Megan. I I tell her, hurry up and check out what you want to eat so we can get it here as soon as possible. I'm mad at a waiter whom I don't even know (laughs) because I'm hungry. And then everything changes when those chips and salsa are sat down in front of me. If you're at Olive Garden, it's everything changes once those breadsticks and salad are put down in front of you. Well, there's a story in the Bible I want to tell you about that I think most of these restaurants got the idea from, and it's in 1 Samuel chapter 25. And there's a man here whose name is David who is not okay. And his not okay turns into this crazy rage, this anger. And I want you to listen in here for just a second on this rage that that most will say is connected to the very chips and salsa story that we're going to look at in just a minute. It's a Psalm of David, and, and it's thought to be the strongest of what are known as the imprecatory Psalms. And all I'll say here is prepare yourself because this is not the kind of psalm that we typically will listen in on. So here we go. Psalm 109, O God of my praise, don't be silent. 
For they have opened the wicked and deceitful mouth against me. They've spoken against me with lying tongue. They have also surrounded me with words of hatred and fought against me with, without cause. In return for my love, they act as my accusers. But I'm in prayer. Thus they have repaid me evil for good and hatred for my love. Appoint a wicked man over him and let an accuser stand at his right hand. When he's judged, let him come forth guilty and let his prayer become sin and let his days be few. Let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children wander about and beg and let them seek sustenance far from their ruined homes. Let the creditor seize all that he has and let strangers plunder the product of his labor let there be none to extend loving kindness to him, nor any be gracious to his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off in a following generation. Let their name be blotted out. Yikes. <laughs> My man David is not okay. Now, I'll tell you that, that most commentators will suggest that the words he speaks here have a lot to do with the situation that we see in 1 Samuel chapter 25, and that most of what we just read is directed at a man named Nabal. Just by way of context, this is before David becomes king. He's wandering from cave to cave with a bunch of dudes living on the land as King Saul is in chase of him. But back to this Nabal, because 1 Samuel says... In description of him, he was rich, and he had a wife named Abigail. She'll be really important here in just a second. But aside from being rich, he is described as being harsh and evil in his dealings. Well, the Bible tells us that it's sheep shearing time. And we learn that David heard of this and sends 10 men over to Nabal with a very kind and a nice message along the lines of saying, peace be to you, long life to you. And then I heard you have shears. And so um, we've got some hungry dudes out here. Do you have anything on hand that we can eat? And Nabal's answer, who is David? Why would I hand over my meat and what I have over to someone I don't know? Well, wrong thing to say, buddy. I think the equivalent here would be me walking into that restaurant I talked about in the beginning. And this waiter says, I don't, I don't know, but I can't help you out, buddy. You guys are out of luck. We got food for everyone else, but not for you. And David's response is that he is immediately not fine. And we read that he girds his sword and doesn't just say to one or two other guys, not to 10 guys, not to 100 guys, but to 400 of these 600 men that he has at his disposal. He says to them to gird their swords. David isn't just not okay anymore. He is angry. And what's worse in this story 
is that this was no random ask by David. We learned that that one of the young men who was there when the original 10 go to Nabal, that he says to Nabal's wife, Abigail, that, that these men, David's men, they were good to them. They provided protection. They did things right. They were good dudes. And that Nabal's response was not, was not good. But insert chips and salsa. <laughs> because when someone's not okay, and that not okay turns into rage or turns into anger, rather than meet that with your own rage and your own anger back, Check out the smarts and the brain and the foresight and the chips and salsa from Abigail, Nabal's wife, who we read hurried. And she takes 200 loaves of bread, two jugs of wine, five sheep already prepared, some raisin cakes, and she sends them on up ahead of her to these 400 men that are coming with swords ready to kill. Chips and salsa. So these men go on ahead with all this stuff. And Abigail's coming in behind, and immediately after, we see some more rage from David in the form of saying in 1 Samuel 25 and verse 22, I've been repaid evil for doing good, and now he's going to feel my wrath. But you look back at Abigail, who then hurries she gets up to David on a donkey. She dismounts from that donkey and does what I think to be the hardest thing to possibly do when involved and inserted into someone's not okay that's turned into rage and anger. She gets down. She falls with her face before David. She falls at his feet. She completely humbles herself, and you can hear the gentle nature in her voice as she says, On me alone, David, be the blame. Surely wasn't her fault, but she makes it that way. Then she says, Please let me speak to you. Please push pause and listen for just a second. And in that, she completely disarms David. And this not okay that boiled over into a rage ends with David telling in verse 34 that what Abigail did restrained him from all the damage that was about to be done in his not okay moment. His anger and his rage in this not okay moment turns into him accepting what she sent, eating the chips and salsa, and him saying, go up to your house in peace. Now, there's more to this story that you'll have to read for yourself, but what a teachable moment from Abigail for us and our dealings with those that are not okay. As we end out this series, I, I want you to consider just how hard that is to do because typically when not okay turns into anger in someone through a broken heart or loss or ruined relationship, we match that not okay. And don't consider just how powerful it is to use our brain, to send chips and salsa, to humble ourselves before that person in order to disarm them and help make the situation they are going through back right. Peter talks a lot about this in 1 Peter chapter 3. And I want you to listen to, to just how familiar this sounds 
to this story from 1 Samuel and just how much of, of this that we're about to read Abigail did. Peter here talks about godly living and, and mentions husbands and wives and, and living uh, with them in an understanding way in verse 7. And then says, to sum up most of what I've written here, be of one mind, sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted. Keep a humble attitude. Sound familiar? Verse 9. Don't repay evil for evil. Sound familiar with Abigail? Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Sound familiar to Abigail? Instead, pay them back with a blessing. Sound familiar with Abigail? Chips and salsa? (laughs) That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace. Work to maintain it. Sound familiar with Abigail? The eyes of the Lord, verse 12, watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers, but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Now, who will want to harm you if you're eager to do good? Sound familiar like Abigail? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. I'm not sure here as we close that there's a better way to sum up all that we've talked about these last few weeks other than to really listen to those words from Peter. Sympathize with each other. Show them love. Keep a humble attitude. In someone's not okay moment, pay them back with blessings. Why? Why do what Abigail did when in the middle of two people, Nabal and David, that, that, that were just completely not okay? Peter writes, why? Well, that's what God calls you to do. You do this and he will grant you his blessing. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I love you all. Now, go eat.